0: Hello Adelol listeners. Look, before we get started, just letting you know we have an exciting announcement. For SA History Festival 2018, we will be performing a free live show at the Little Bang Brewing Company in Stepney. We are so excited about this. They do some amazing beers and we can't wait to be there for SA History Festival. We'll be there the May the 20th, 3pm. It's a Sunday afternoon. Come have a beer and a laugh with us. And like I said, completely free. For more information, visit historyfestival.sa.gov.au and we look forward to seeing you all
1: there. Thanks. If you want heaps good history, a little touch of mystery with lots of hilarity, it's Adelol.
2: Dan. Tom. Welcome to Adelol. Ah, oh, love it. The Heaps Good History podcast. We're in eeps, 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 <laughs> <laughs> eeps <laughs> so good already.
0: Oh, i fucked it up already. Keep going. You reckon? Keep going. Yeah, go on.
2: I've, I've had a few brews because we're, we're, we're batch recording oh. So The Heaps Good History Podcast Where in each episode Dan tells don't a story Don't look to your notes,
0: you don't have it written down Dan
2: tells a story to his good mate Tom, that's me About South Australia's unique and often hilarious history that's However, right. uh, it's been about 10 episodes Since we had a reverse Adelope Does that mean what I think it means? And we just got through a very busy period With the Fringe and everything else And Dan was very busy setting up Episodes for the Fringe. Yep. So I've taken it upon myself this week. This is great. To do another reverse Adelol. The last one was Maslin's Beach. Cracker of an episode. It was. It was good fun. I don't know if this one will be quite up to snuff, but all it right. is It is kind of a fun story. Cool. Um, and it uh, did require me to do a bit of research and go away and uh, oh, that's great. read a bit of Wikipedia. That's so, um, <laughs> all Dan, it takes, mate. All it takes. This is the story... Of John Horrocks the Explorer and Harry the Camel. Okay, I know nothing of this. Cool. Okay. Well, let's do beer of the episode first, okay, and then we'll John, crack we on do with that? it. Yeah, why not? Why not?
0: Bee Sting Golden Ale. From Barossa Valley Brewing. How cool we, is this? We haven't
2: had anything from Barossa no. Bar- Valley looking Brewing. Excellent It is very can cool. I love the can with the sticker. And it's, again, I love this the plain silver can with the sticker.
0: I love it. It's really effective. I love the um, the shine they've got. Um, do you want me to crack this or do the tasting uh, notes? Do little? the tasting notes. As I don't really like this part of the show. But anyway, shamelessly pollinating your taste buds from the very first sip. Mmm, This crisp brew uses just a touch of ooh, local Barossa honey and delicate hops to leave your tongue as excited as a freshly disturbed. Hive. Light on its toes, but big and pleasurable favour. This award-winning ale. Also, is every beer award-winning? Yeah. It just seems like they make much. up their own award yeah. Yeah. Uh, will be. A I've re- awarded it two stars. Reliable friend. Out of three. On any occasion.
2: So let's give it a buzz. Yeah. Bee
0: Sting Golden Ale. Why
2: don't you like this bit of the show? I don't
0: know. Because beer doesn't appeal to me, really. I like the taste of it, but I'd like... I know nothing about hops or barley's or malts. Okay, so you're like. happy
2: to keep having a beer of the episode? Oh
0: no, happy to have that. But I, and I but like, it's like note, what you're saying like, is
2: you, you're not you, you don't want to get into the wankery of being uh, Yeah, like, let's I, discuss how it tastes. Yeah, that's. Um, but that's we don't we don't a, go hard with that though. We just kind of say this is the beer we're having. We give the tasting notes and then we give a frank and honest opinion and we'll be like I don't, I don't like it or we'll say um, we do. I like. I but I think it's more that like, at least we're getting beers on people's radars. Cause I think if we were getting all preachy about it and being like, cool. I think yeah. this beer is really good because of this. And if you don't appreciate it for this reason, then yeah. you don't understand beer. Yeah. We're not doing that.
0: Basically, if I think be a beer is shit, it's probably really good. Is the, <laughs> okay, the-, the sure. way we can go about But
2: things. I think the point we're trying to make is that there are so many South Australian right. beers. And they're all um, putting in hard work. And they're all, yeah. And so it's kind of like, if we can get a beer on people's, if we can just get more breweries on people's radars. Worst yeah. case scenario, we get some free beers out of it.
0: Oh, hasn't happened yet. So, no. Beasting Golden Ale, uh, Barossa Valley Brewing. We'd love to sample another one of your beers. And this is the first episode. time
2: we've had Barossa Valley Brewing on the show. And you know what? This is a nice beer. It's a really nice beer. It's, it's really yeah, good, it's, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um,
0: it is really light, which is what I it's like It's really in a light.
2: And considering it's a, this is our and second recording of the night, and we I'm started not, with a red ale, yeah, it's, probably, it's probably not a bad idea to go I'm lighter.
0: I'm not sure if I can taste the honey. Like... I think if you, if they said there's no honey in it, I'd be like, okay, well, there's no honey in it and I wouldn't taste it. But I think yeah. I can taste like just the tiniest bit. Do you tiny. remember we
2: had, um, I think it was golden ale, uh, was swell. Yep. It reminds me of that.
0: Yep. And it's, it's great. And swells, uh, golden ale. That's a, an amazing, Such beer. A probably good one product. of my favorite yeah. beers. And this is on par with that. It's It's really good. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well done. Well well done, Barossa Valley Brewing.
2: Yeah, we'll have to come up and visit you and uh, sample some more of your beers because you do have a good range. Barossa
0: Valley Brewing, we're going to come up there. We're going to do a history of the Barossa and just have a couple of brews.
2: Viva Deutschland. All right. So, Dan, let's get on with it.
0: Uh, What was it? John and his camel.
2: John Horrocks, the explorer, and Harry, the camel. (laughs) Great name already. Oh, isn't it just? Harry,
0: the camel has... Don't get
2: the hump with Harry. Boop.
0: Don't know what that means.
2: John Ainsworth Horrocks was Ains? born. Ainsworth. Pain in the Ains. Pain in the Ains. Was born on the 22nd of March, 1818, at Pentwortham Lodge in Lancashire, England. Lancashire accent, Dan. Oh, you want a Lancashire accent, do you?
0: Well, here's your Lancashire accent, and that's what you get. This is how Tom spoke in Lancashire, England.
2: <laughs> no, that's not terrible. It's <laughs> okay,
0: that's, 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 that's good. That's good.
2: Lancashire. Oh, I've, I've heard worse. All right. In Lancashire. <laughs> um, in Lancashire. He was the son of Peter Horrocks and his wife, Clara. It's unclear what Peter Horrocks' occupation was. Unclara clara As... <laughs> Unclara clara uh, As it's just listed as... Uncle G- Unclara. clara <laughs> Sorry. Go <on. laughs> it's gone off <on>, <laughs> What's his occupation? Uh, we don't know what his occupation was. As a, Well, we'll get to that.
1: Oh, God. Really? <laughs> oh... One wouldn't
0: mind you having another hump, would you? He's, he's
2: not necessarily going to fuck the camel, but the camel's definitely going to fuck him. Oh, my God. Um, it was listed as gentleman, which was That's the lowest rad. the lowest rank of the oh. English gentry during the Georgian era. So he could have been the youngest son of a duke or a baron, but it's most likely... Uh, most likely, just means that he owned property, had an income of some sort, and was generally fairly wealthy and well to do, and a, and a yeah, well to do child Well, in Georgian England, think uh, Mister Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. Okay,
0: thinking of Lancashire, this is what we did: we had some property, raised sheep. Sheep were not good at fucking, to be honest with you, right now. <laughs> so I moved to this place where they had camels just roaming everywhere, and um, not yet. Yeah, basically, I was getting off on the camels. <laughs> That's what we did in Lancashire. Lots of humping.
2: Lots of humping. I
0: was a gentleman, Uh, but I wasn't gentle with them. That's for sure. definitely I don't even know what that means. As I put it on the birth certificate, I said, what's your occupation? And I didn't want to say, you know, I kept sheep because that was kind of a thing. And I thought, uh, gentle gentleman. And I said, all right. And that's how we got here.
2: He's not a nobleman or a military man, but he's got money. So John would have grown up being rather privileged and feeling that he could do whatever he wanted with his life, which is of course I'm not fucking dead. Going I'm to play dead. going to play a factor later in some of his decision making. <laughs> oh my god.
0: What have I done with my life? John I've seen this fringe show. John had se- John had seven brothers and sisters. Whoa, whoa. Hey. C- counting them before bed, you know. <laughs> That's what I do. Counting them, one, two, you know, by the time I get to six, I'm hard. By the time I'm seven, I'm, I'm asleep.
2: <laughs> None of them were cool, Dan. Oh, no.
0: What an outrage mm-hmm. in this day and
2: age. John was educated at Chester.
0: Well, love a bit of her, Chester. <laughs> Don't know. Go on. You're in and in
2: London, as a young boy. Oh. In 18, uh, 1831, the family moved to Boulogne, France, and John was sent to a boarding school in Paris. Yeah,
0: Bonjour to you too, eh?
2: <laughs> From an early age, John was a gutsy, headstrong chap and not afraid of adventure.
0: Oh, you like a bit. Of, see that tower up there? I'm going to climb that. Uh, exactly.
2: Whilst he was a Get at an board- eyeful of me. <laughs> Oh, okay, I, I see. I see. Them, I don't
0: think it was built then, but uh, that, that's where the name came from. I gave them all an <laughs> Eiffel. It
2: was like the I, ni- <laughs> it was the 1920 World Fair was the uh, probably yeah. they were
0: meant to take it down because it was too much of an eyesore. Uh, <laughs> but the, I gave them an Eiffel. That's what they named it after.
2: Uh, wee, there we Jenny go,
0: Eiffel. <laughs> so um, I in high school, Eiffel High School. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Is, is
0: this okay. what it's like being on the other <laughs> yeah, side of me during much, an episode? <laughs> pretty much. You just take on a character and
1: you go with it. Now
2: now I know. Whilst he was at boarding school in Paris, his parents and siblings moved to Vienna. One day, fed up with school <laughs> and feeling that he wanted to see his siblings, he snuck out of his boarding house in the middle of the night and travelled 1,200 kilometres across, across Central Europe through modern-day Germany and Austria to go and see them.
0: That was a fucking expensive Uber, I tell you that much. <laughs> but we've got the money... That's what I yeah, Dad money. said, "If there's ever an emergency, you know, get get in the Uber, no, I'll, I'll, no questions asked. That's yeah, that's it. No a, questions uh, asked. Uh, Pay the bill on arrival.
1: <laughs> no fucking run Can, you run Can you reverse the charges? Can you reverse the
2: charges on an Uber? Uh, he undertook most of the journey on foot. Oh God. Yeah, fucking crazy. Um, at the age of twenty, how John, old was he? He was. Well, he was. That was when he was still at school, so oh he was like God. sixteen. Oh yeah.
0: my God. John's tough already. Yeah. Oh mate. He is an explorer He doesn't hold back Oh he'll explore Oh god right. Oh god! Mate it's, it's gonna there's, there's plenty of exploring to come Dora's got nothing on me oh, Exactly uh,
2: At the age of 20 John decided that he wanted To become a famous explorer He got on a
0: <laughs> You know what The gentleman gig is getting a bit old in the tooth. Um, What I'd really like to do is see if there's any more uh, exotic animals out there in the world. Uh, Particularly in regions that haven't been... I've
2: done the one hump. I want to do two (laughs) humps now. Um... Where are we? Okay, yeah. He decided at age twenty-one to be a famous explorer, so he got on a boat bound for South Australia, hey. arriving in eighteen thirty-nine on his twenty-first birthday, accompanied by his sixteen-year-old brother Eustace. Don't get it too attached to Eustace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the eighteen
0: hundreds, don't get too attached to anyone. Don't get anything. too attached to anyone. Wow! I, so that, that was like three years after like founding. So yeah, like, yeah. These ve- are like pioneer days. early days. Wow, yeah. I'm like, loving this already. Adelaide was literally How, okay. a little village. This is insane. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go undetected here.
2: Yeah, don't <laughs> get too attached to Eustace. Eustace, yeah, you know,
0: Eustace. He soon, it, no,
2: Eustace soon got the hump. Uh, he got fed up with John and returned to Britain. Oh, okay. so yeah, he's I fine. thought he died. Yeah, I well, that, that, was that, he... that was what I was kind of implying. But yeah, I, I, okay. well, he died eventually. They, oh. would, everyone does.
0: You know what? Just wasn't cut out for the big city life of South Australia. <laughs> Weren't enough women
2: called <laughs> Anne for him. There were. <laughs> there were too many. If I anything. Put him down. John was six foot two, that's 189 fr- centimeters. Okay, go back in the day, like, that he, was a freaking giant. giant yeah. I am
0: John the giant. Rah. <laughs> rah. Bring me bones and flagons of ale. Bring me a camel. <laughs> and a camel or six. He,
2: he, he basically made love to camels because, like, that was the, that was the only <laughs> yeah, thing he could mount sense. comfortably. Yeah, um, that. He was tall, dark haired with blue eyes and possessed a rugged constitution. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Prone to fits of extravagance and bravado, he not only travelled to South Australia with his younger brother in tow, but also brought over a personal manservant, Holy shit. a blacksmith, a shepherd, four merino rams. We
0: like to call them college smiths, actually. <laughs> so, politically correct these days.
2: Three sheepdogs, sufficient clothing for five years, and a nine dog. You know what I do with them? Oh, 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 three of them. <laughs> if One gets tired. You've got the next one to go. Uh, sufficient clothing for five years and a nine hundred. <laughs> Clothing for five years Yeah he was like They're not gonna have Clothes over <laughs> there I heard it's a shithole <laughs> And we still don't Because uh, of the Unregulated no, uh, Trading like the public, hours public Yeah it's public holiday I can't go buy A new like, pair, a pair of pants, pants. New, new, new pair of pants, of pants From, 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 you from need, Target
0: You need a barrel With some straps What's uh, so many barrels With straps That's basically my thing uh, It's <laughs> all that fits me Five years There's worth There's no big man shops here Go to a big man shop It's for guys who are You know Five foot no six big man <laughs> shop Turn
2: out to be a big man <laughs> shop
0: <laughs> Classic
2: he also bought a 900-pound church bell.
0: Well, you need that, don't you? Um, you it's know. an
2: essential piece of your travel gear. Okay,
0: socks, shoes, bell, toothbrush. I think I'm good. Oh, I left the ringer at home. It wakes me up in the morning.
2: Horrocks was advised by other colonists to wait in Adelaide, <laughs> not bring the bell, not bring it, just leave it at home. To wait. Oh, in Why is this boat taking so fucking long? <laughs>
0: Way down. Obviously, we got lots of bricks. <laughs> you need that, but also a bell. Uh, Horrocks was advised. There's <laughs> <It's laughs> the, plenty the, of that. The bell end and end all. It's the bell's end, all oh bells. Bell end. <laughs> Love a bit of bell end. Oh, I just got bell end on the mind. Just reminds me of a certain thing, and the bigger the better. I see when it comes to bells ends. <laughs> oh
2: um, Horrocks was advised by other colonists To wait in Adelaide Whilst land surveys of the surrounding areas Were completed Aye. Keep in mind that at this point The colony of South Australia Had only been founded three years previously And most colonists Had little knowledge of the land Outside the township of Adelaide itself In part because they were reluctant To seek advice and guidance from local Aboriginal I,
0: people. I, a lot of blacksmiths out there. Sorry, college smiths. <laughs> too many, too many. Too many I mean. college smiths.
2: A fellow explorer named Edward John Eyre had made some useful connections with the uh, Najudi people of mm. mid-north-south Australia. Okay, yep. And after know. consulting with them, advised Horrocks that he should try exploring the land 50 miles north of Adelaide, near what is now Spring Gully Conservation Park.
0: Okay, I know where that is. So Basically Clare Valley. Okay, so it's... Yeah. Today, not a long way away. No. Back then, yeah, like, sixty miles. Was, yeah, a yeah. long, like huge. because
2: it was just like greenery. It was just like there was no going open up fields. North, Yeah, going up north, and you had to like you didn't know what was out there.
0: Oh yeah, that would be insanely scary. And he's what twenty one. He was so, twenty one at the time. With yeah, some balls yeah.
2: On him. Horrocks did this and soon established Penwortham village, which still exists to this day and was the first permanent settlement really? established in the Clear Valley. No yep. way.
0: Yep. Oh, Johnny boy. Johnny boy. Tell you what, make myself a village, get a bell in there, it'll be great.
2: Yeah, you laughed at me when I said I wanted to be an explorer, but I got my own village now, you bastards.
0: Make all the uh, door frames very high for me, thank you. Yeah, that's my only stipulation. Yeah, when Eustace
2: left, I said, you'll be back,
0: you'll be back. <laughs> He's a and pirate. I was right. He's a pirate now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Yar.
2: In 1841, the long-awaited special survey... Granted a frustrated Horrocks title to only some of the fertile land that he'd been occupying. So basically, right, occupied, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, he occupied the whole village, but like a couple of years later, they were like, "We'll give you the rights to some of the land in the village that right. you built." Well. Yeah. Nevertheless, he built up a flock of 9,000 sheep, and mm. it, and it's believed... need them.
0: Count them before I go to bed. Yeah. Every night. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> one, I'm so two. tired. <laughs> so tired.
2: Uh, it's believed that he, he so established hard. the first vineyard in the Clare District, and oh. that's now one of the best wine regions in hey. South Australia, so well done, Don't Mr. John Horrocks. Don't mind a bit, too. It's probably good that the government did, didn't give him any extra land, however, as Horrocks... For various was... reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> Took advantage <laughs> of a lot of those sheep.
0: <laughs> I've uh, done some things I'm not proud of. Done some inhumane things, if you will. But I tell you one thing: when the bells are ringing, <laughs> John's are singing with a song I've written for you. Now it's called "Don't Sing the Song." Give me please. My valley, don't sing the song. Give me the rest of my valley. <laughs> please, please, and I'm please, singing this to you as counsel. Please don't sing the song. Okay,
2: not again. I'll get. It, I'll get it to you another time. Um, <laughs> are you going to go with this? Are you going to sing a song?
0: Claire, volley's good. And it's for me to say, I'm an explorer, my name is Johnny,
1: give me my land or I'll punch you in the dick, and if you don't give it to me, you
0: can go get sick. Thanks, Johnny. So you're going to give me the land or what? We are now.
2: Good. Good. It's probably good... Oh, hang on, I didn't ring the bell. Ding, ding.
0: (laughs) Fucking hell, what's that noise?
2: Oh, it's the bell. why is it so fucking big? Why didn't we bring a smaller bell? What were we thinking? It's probably good that the government didn't give him extra land, however, as Horrocks was soon (laughs) facing serious financial problems.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Spent Spent a lot of time singing
2: and a lot enough time managing my flock. Bells aren't cheap. (laughs) Luckily for Horrocks... I'll be there with bells on. Literally (laughs) a lot of
0: Bells. I've got the problem. (laughs) I'm addicted to Bells Anonymous. Bell Bell Ends Anonymous. Bell Ends Anonymous. (laughs) It's
2: also known as the Advertiser. You probably know it as the It's still going. Still a South Australian institution. Luckily for Horrocks, though, these financial issues were soon resolved when in 1842, his father died, and oh he was God. able to travel back to Britain and collect his inheritance as the firstborn son. Holy shit. How lucky can you get?
0: Very lucky. I'm a lucky man. Yeah, believe me when a I tell you- A man makes his own luck. Yeah,
2: the luck's not going to last. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's about to go downhill. Oh, God. <laughs> he returned to South Australia he early in- back? Uh, yeah, in early in oh, 1844, really and proclaimed that he was bored of farming now. And wanted a more stirring life. You know what?
0: I'm Farming's done. just not for me. <laughs> not enough bells. <laughs> I've seen a lot of land, but I need something more. And what is that going
2: to be? Farming is no longer sufficient to ring my bell, if you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. He contacted the South Australian government oh, and proposed an expedition to search for new agricultural lands near Lake Torrens. Understandably...
0: I would like to explore Lake
2: Torrens.
0: Will you let me,
2: government... The government was reluctant to fund the fanciful expedition of a man such as Horrocks and I'm told talking. him, go raise the funds yourself. Okay, Kickstarter. Well, he was, <laughs> yeah, kickstarter. Pretty much. He did. £140, <laughs> 140 pounds was raised by private subscription. Basically, <laughs> Kickstarter. Eighteen forty four Kickstarter. <laughs> South Australia invented Kickstarter. That's yeah. it. put it on your giggle. Boom, boom. Put it on the yeah. That's that's another South Australian
0: invention. Right. The government won't give me the money. I'll find the money somewhere. I'll find the money my own way. I won't sell a bell. Fringe acts
2: where I paint pictures with my knob.
0: Okay, my bell's nine hundred pounds. If I give one hundred and forty of that away, I will still have enough bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melt the bell down and build another <laughs> one.
2: Uh, he raised one hundred and forty pounds, which in today's money, would be about $30,000. But
0: how many kilos is that?
2: Ah, uh, uh, well done. Uh, it was with the mon- this money that Horrocks decided he would purchase a camel for use on the expedition.
0: I need that. For um, Oi, for I've got tra- the hump. Traveling purposes. Oh, pardon me, just a
2: few of those wines. Now, the uh, idea of using camels for exploring the centre of Australia had been around since well before the establishment of the colony in South Australia, but it wasn't until 1840 that the first camels were ordered and imported from the Canary Islands by Adelaide brothers Henry and George Phillips. Six.
0: Uh, I know those names. They've come up before. Mm-hmm. Uh, what episode? I don't know, uh, or maybe it's something I've been reading into. But go on.
1: Yeah,
2: six camels were loaded onto the HMS Apple line. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Th- I spent all the money on camels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all There's of six her. pounds left for a sandwich.
2: <laughs> spent so much on camels, which travelled to Port Adelaide from the Canaries and arrived on the 12th of October 1840. Oh, all yeah. but one of the camels died oh, on the shit. journey, and the last was that remaining. Harry- and the last remaining camel was not expected to survive. God! Miraculously, the camel in question made a full recovery upon arrival at Port Misery.
0: Okay, how do you kill a camel? By the way, aren't they like
2: indestructible? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like don't think the camels. Actually
0: shooting it in the head as they. Yeah. I don't think the camels
2: were very like well taken care of yeah, on probably. the journey. Yeah, I think anything
0: was well taken care of back in the day.
2: New. No. Okay. Uh, the brothers. So, uh, so the camel in question made a full recovery upon arrival at Port Misery, and the brothers named him Harry. Harry. Harry was a notoriously grumpy Harry. and aggressive beast <gasps> oh, shit. who would frequently spit at his handlers and savagely bit any unknown person who might approach him.
0: Hey, kindred spirits, he's mine. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, basically, like, he nearly died on the journey, and I think he was just, like, bitter Pissed as fuck, off, and yeah. was just like, I anyone w- would, would come near him and he would black. Like,
0: like, <laughs> he would kill a human. Yeah, anyway. oh, absolutely. Well...
2: <laughs> it's funny you should, say, <laughs> oh, funny you should no. say that, Dan. Oh, Harry,
0: what are you doing to me?
2: It's funny you should say that, go Dan.
0: Uh, let us continue. Um I feel nothing can go wrong with this. <laughs> I camel. feel camels are the safest a, choice a, a for, bells.
2: for this expedition.
0: Alright. Uh
2: Horrocks purchased the camel from the Phillips brothers for his expedition, perhaps not realizing how grumpy and unpredictable the animal could be. Shall we find Yeah, him? you can see where this is going. They basically sold him a lemon. Yeah. They were like, oh yeah, this, yeah we, we try to bring camels in because uh, they're obviously going to work in the desert. Yep. Um, but uh, look, only one survived, but he's really good. Like, great, great condition. Good temperament. A lot of Ks, but uh, still in good condition. Yeah. <laughs> Horrocks and company... They've got the le-
0: RAE check. Oh, absolutely. You know, the... Um... Uh, Registered Animals Association. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he's good to go. Uh, he's DTC down to camel. Okay. Uh, Horrocks and Company left for the planned four-month expedition on July twenty-ninth, eighteen forty-six. No. Horrocks Road, Harry and was accompanied hey. by six. <laughs> a oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Recept, recall, Recept, recall, hey. and was accompanied by six fellow travellers, including landscape artist S.T. Gill and an Aboriginal goat herd and guide named Jimmy Morehouse.
0: Jimmy Morehouse, what a great name! By the oh, way, oh yeah, such a good name. They gave him yeah. that name, though, didn't he? Look, I don't yeah, oh yeah, name. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's a standard yeah, yeah. Naurangere. Well, it's like, name. it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. It's like the chant of Jimmy Blacksmith. Yeah, it's yeah. like he's going to go rogue and just turn on his white. Yeah. Handlers, cool handlers. I handled Jimmy a bit. Be honest with you. Um, They also took two carts, six horses, and twelve goats. Okay,
0: so like Noah's Ark, basically, uh, what we've got here is an expedition. We're going to outback South Australia with my good friend Jimmy, and we're just gonna look around and see what we can find. Perhaps we'll even find a new species. Perhaps we can make a new winery. Not even sure, but I'm happy. I've bought the bell, and I think we're good to go, and nothing can possibly go wrong.
2: If we have to cut loose, we'll cut loose. Hey. By mid August, they had crossed the Flinders Ranges, but Horrocks. That's a long way. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's like an insanely long way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like, and what? So, what? They left. When did they leave? This is like July 29th. Yeah, July 29th. So basically in the course of about 20 days, they made it to the Flinders Ranges. That's insane. Yeah, it's really good. Really impressive. I'm a good explorer. I go fast. Oh, yeah. I don't like to boast, but I'm fucking great. Actually, I do like to boast. I'm a gentleman. I am
0: the best. Have you seen the bell?
2: Ding. By mid-August, they had crossed the Flinders Ranges, but Horrocks was becoming increasingly annoyed with Harry.
0: Look, Harry. I've had enough, and I've wrote you this little song to tell you about it. Harry, why won't you cheer up? We're in the Flanders Rangers. Why don't we have some fun? Maybe you and I could just be pals. Please don't fucking kill me in front of my ha- pals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rhyming pals of pals.
0: I never said I was a good songwriter. <laughs> I never said I was a songwriter.
2: Horrox is becoming increasingly annoyed with Harry. His ability to carry up to 150 kilograms of supplies made him a vital part of the expedition crew. Like, but by he's the time got the Bell, but basically he's carrying most <laughs> of the most of the, bell. the bell. <laughs> But by the time they reached the shores of Lake Dutton, every single person in the six-member party, except for Jimmy Morehouse, yep. who was like smart enough to keep <laughs> his distance, he was like. I don't fucking trust this like these white fellas you know. these white fellas have brought this like weird beast. brute and, and I don't trust he it. Have seen one he before, was the though. only one that wouldn't go near it but every other person in the six member party had been bitten oh, fuck. by the increasingly temperamental camel as well as several of the party's goats one of whom had to be like put down. <laughs>
0: so the camel no, bit Harry's the goat. Just, Harry's just like I will kill anything that gets No basically
2: out. like he would be fine and then he would just turn and oh, get aggressive. God. Yeah. So he wow, would bite he's people. Like a pit bull. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, basically like a pit bull. but at the same time he's like carrying most of the he's like, well, supplies. We need and stuff. Him, but yeah. Yeah, it's
0: also going to kill us.
2: And it makes sense to take camels into the desert, but obviously like he <laughs> I'm was pissed off, well, if you know anything about, you know, uh, trauma-informed practice, Dan, if you know anything about, know. Uh, you know, managing people that have experienced trauma, I guess the same thing applies to camels. <laughs> he went on this horrific journey to Australia where five of his, of his brethren died and he was the only one that survived. And I think he's kind of a bit stirred up by it. Like, you
0: know what? I'm at a point in life where I don't give a fuck. Well, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much.
2: Yeah. So, um, pretty much everyone in the party had been bitten by the camel, right. including one of the goats or like all, uh, like a bunch of the goats, but one of the and goats one of them had to be, died one okay. of them died. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Harry's awesome. Uh, he's 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 a, le- he's a legend. He's kind of like Tommy the Elephant, but a little <laughs> bit less a little bit <laughs> less playful and a bit more savage.
0: Tommy had a laugh every now and then. Harry was just down to business. And keep in mind
2: that, like at this point, Harry was the first camel to be introduced to Australia. Oh wow! So at this point, he's the only camel in Australia. And like we have a good precedent. Well, like well, exactly. We have like a feral camel population now that's that's massive. They're all
1: descendants of Harry.
2: Pretty much. Well, wow. In in a roundabout way. Yeah. On the first of September, Dutton and a fellow traveler named Bernard Kilroy trekked out to the shores of the lake. Whereupon Kilroy spotted a rare and particularly beautiful bird, Ooh. which he pointed out to Horrocks.
0: That's yeah, lovely bird, not she?
2: Horrocks was Sometime. quite taken by the creature mm. and decided he would shoot it and add it to his collection.
0: There's one thing I love—it's nature. There's one thing I love, love more—it's nature in my living room.
2: <laughs> I love nature, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Still happens today. It does, yeah. It's fa- isn't it? Isn't it fascinating? Horrocks later wrote that I stopped the camel. <laughs>
0: later wrote, yeah, I got him. Yeah, <laughs> I've killed it. It's uh, just like a magpie or something. It's,
2: I oh, st- <laughs> fuck. I haven't seen one of them in a while. Get the gun. It's, it's like anything that moves, day, anything that moves, he's like, get the gun. I'm an explorer. It's <laughs> like, that's not one. That. Shut up. Tell me how to live my life, mum. Gentleman. i and uh, a, oh, a gentleman, gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> Uh, Horrocks later wrote, I stopped the camel to get at the shop belt, which I could not get without his lying down. So on, basically. Hang
0: on, hang on. So uh, he needs to get the gun from the camel. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. And in order, but in order <laughs> yeah, to get. There's
0: one, one animal you want to give the gun to, it's the piss off
2: camel. So yeah. So yeah. So the the gun and all, and all the other, like. Is this going where I think it's going? <laughs> Just stick with it. Okay. Stick with it. Uh, <laughs> that I way. stopped. The camel to get at the shot belt, which I could not get without his lying down. Okay. So the like, camel basically had to lie on its side in order for him to get. Okay. And the camel's like, "Fucking you're making me lie on my side okay. so he could get his weapon. As he began to load his gun, Harry gave a lurch <laughs> to one side and caught his pack in the cock of my gun. The gun went off and the blast ripped off Har- Horrocks' right middle finger. Oh, Fuck! And entered his left cheek and ah. took out the top row of teeth from his upper jaw. <laughs> Basically, blew his hand and his mouth off.
0: Fuck me. Yeah. Go with the power.
2: <laughs> I've really got the on um- with Harry now.
0: God. So the camel shot him.
1: And I wager
0: yeah. this was
1: deliberate. The camel fucking knew. The camel fucking the camel knew. Knew. There's like, no doubt in my mind holy that shit. Harry knew what holy he was shit. doing. Holy shit, the first camel in Australia shot a Shot a dude. guy, yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> This is what history is about. Why don't they teach this in schools? Yeah. This is amazing.
2: Yeah. The first camel ever to be imported into Australia shot a guy. Shot a guy. Yeah, pretty much. And this, is, and this is why we have the gun laws we have, the restrictive gun laws that we have now. <laughs> um, the so gun he went, shot... Hang on. Take it back. So the gun went he didn't off. get the
0: gun. He, got, he shot him through the finger. Yeah. So, he was so the camel the finger. So yeah, well, more <laughs> ways than one.
2: Yeah. And...
0: Uh, and, and the mouth as well so, oh, uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And me. he holds a
2: goal When it comes to Camel loving <laughs> so I... Fuck me The bullet went through The finger And took out Basically, blew <laughs> His jaw and his mouth The right. top part of his jaw And his top row oh, of teeth did. Off his mouth Yeah it went in Through his left cheek
0: It's amazing
2: Yeah crazy um, The entire expedition Had to be abandoned <laughs> And right. Horrocks was rushed Back to Where's Penworth that bird <laughs> Pretty much He's like Did it's I get the it fourth magpie <laughs> I've seen this hour Did <laughs> I get it <laughs> Hor- uh, Horrocks was rushed back To, to Penwortham, Angry at the beast For having ruined His travel plans oh, Horrocks fuck. ordered Edward Gleeson Mayor of Clare To have that Bloody animal shot Oh god Eye for an eye Absolutely However Gleeson botched The execution
1: oh, the camel shot.
2: <laughs> That would be so good The camel like it's a machine gun <laughs> Camel went down To uh, Tasmania oh, And Oh no. Oh, hey. Um Botched the execution, and poor Harry, the first camel to arrive in Australia, had to be finished off by a sympathetic farmer. Oh my God. In more ways than one.
0: <laughs> you finished me off, too. Uh,
2: Horrocks... I love that camel. Horrocks died himself <laughs> four weeks later at his home in Penwortham as a result of gangrene. The camel killed him! The camel, the camel killed, killed him. him.
1: The camel actually killed him. <laughs> he, got gang- he got gangrene, How is this not a movie? And was
2: buried on the land that he had set aside for the construction of St. Mark's Church, oh which still stands in the Clear Valley to this day.
1: What
0: a story. Yeah. That is
2: insane. Whilst Harry was the first camel to ever be introduced to Australia, he would not be the last. Between eighteen forty and yeah, well, that, that as <laughs> that well. True, yeah. Oh my god, that is so true. Yeah. Uh, between eighteen forty and nineteen oh seven, some fifteen thousand camels were introduced to Australia, mostly from British India and the Middle East. Oh, well, and had most, no trouble with them before. Well, yeah, <laughs> and most arriving at Port Adelaide. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh Import more camels, if anything. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes. As motorized, transport became more popular in the 1920s and 30s. The demand for trained camels declined, and many camel herders released their animals into the wild, which resulted in the growth of feral camel yep. populations in Central Australia, which by 2008 was estimated to consist of around 1 million wild camels. Okay,
0: I did not know that. That's insane. A million
2: wild camels, yeah. Extensive culling operations reduced the number to around 300,000 by, oh, uh, by 2015.
0: That's
2: pretty grim. Yeah. Well, we but, but, Well, basically, they we shot got them him back, didn't they? We? shot him, <laughs> yeah. But, like, do you remember, like, in the mid. Uh, I say, like, in the mid-naughties? That would be false. Like, in the early to mid. 2000 and on, from about 2011 to 2013 thereabouts. Yeah. Um, camel meat was really like cheap and abundantly available. Do you remember <laughs> no, that? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, well like, because they were killing the camels. Like, yeah. We need to get rid of this meat. So. Yeah. So like there was a Have period. You had camel? Have you eaten yeah. Meat? Loads. Yeah. Like, but, but only during that period of time. <laughs> so really like, cheap. cause I used to work for a tour company. Yeah. Um, that would do tours through the, um, like through the center of, so like we'd start in Adelaide and then go up to Alice Springs and then go to Uluru. Yep. And um, they would always have camel meat. Like they would always have, because they would be like, oh, tourists want to try something a bit different. Yeah, try something different. This so they'd be cheap. like, take, yeah, we'll take, they'd have like kangaroo steaks one of the night, but they'd always have camel burgers yep. like a couple of the nights because like they were super cheap. But you could be like, these are camel burgers because Australia has heaps of camels and then tell the story and then like give people camel burgers as part of their barbecue.
0: Why is there a bullet in mine?
2: (laughs) Because the reason why they got all that camel meat is because they were just bang, bang, bang.
0: Okay. So that's a crazy story.
2: Yeah. And I've written a
0: song about my
1: adventure
0: (laughs) with Harry the camel. Oh, it's not on. There's a piano here. I thought it'd be on, but anyway.
2: So like um, Should we, we pause that And put the
0: Turn it on for me Just a little Little bit of a song I wrote About my uh, Adventures as an explorer mm-hmm. Oh sorry Ronkey
1: Okay Hurry Hurry Why'd you go And kill me I just wanted to take you out the back for some meat. (laughs) And I mean my meat, not any other meat. I certainly wouldn't treat you like I would treat those other sheep. <laughs> Sing it with me, Harry. Harry. Harry Krishna. Harry, Harry Krishna. This is the Adelola of the Harry Krishna. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to do a big shout out to all my fans in the Clare Valley. It's where we're making it all happen. From London to Paris to everywhere else in world this is your boy john telling you all to stay true and don't ever go near no camels unless you need to thank you very much harry
2: (laughs) (laughs) a monument was dedicated to going (laughs) one last paragraph a monument was dedicated to horrocks in 1846 to commemorate his pioneering use of animals in the exploration of south australia's mid-north he's an idiot (laughs) however mostly he's remembered as the man who is shot by his own camel. What a
0: great story. Well done. <laughs> that is a great reverse Adelol. And
2: that is the story of John Horrocks and his camel Harry. Sensational.
0: I will use your term. Outstanding. Good. Amazing. Good uh, same with the beer. The beer's bee sting golden ale. It's really not good. a camel sting. It's not. But um, it's brilliant. Thank you for Barossa Valley Brewing. It was great.
2: And that's the Adelol
0: of that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, I, I'm still taking it in.
2: All right. Well, have a laugh. Have a laugh. And, uh... See you next time. We hope you all had a low a da low.
1: Hurry.